I have often wondered what it would be like if we taught young people swimming in the same way we teach sexuality. If we told them that swimming was an important adult activity, one that they will all have to be skilled at when they grow up, but we never talked with them about it. We never showed them the pool. We just allowed them to stand outside the closed doors and listen to all that splashing. Occasionally, they might catch a glimpse of a partially clothed people going in and out of the door to the pool, and maybe they'd find a hidden book on the art of swimming. But when they asked a question about how swimming felt or what it was about, they would be greeted with blank or embarrassed looks. Suddenly, when they turned 18, we would fling open the doors to the pool and they would jump in. Miraculously, some might learn to tread water, but many would drown. We read those words by Elizabeth Canfield when we train future facilitators of our whole lives sexuality education. We want to impress upon them the importance of the task they are about to undertake. Whether they'll be working with kindergartners or 80-year-olds, they will be entrusted with providing education that is sensitive, engaging, potentially triggering, compassionate, bonding, challenging, life-affirming, and empowering. In other words, the facilitator's job will be to keep people from drowning in sexual ignorance. Our whole lives, or OWL, is a lifespan curriculum co-published by the Unitarian Universalist Association and the United Church of Christ. OWL has been in use since 1999 when it replaced the About Your Sexuality curriculum developed in the 1970s. OWL is one of the most successful programs of the Unitarian Universalist Association. Today, it is used in religious and secular settings throughout the U.S. and Canada, with culturally appropriate adaptations being used in the Philippines and pilot-tested in Rwanda and Tanzania. I'll speak more about OWL in a moment, but first I'll share why we talk about sexuality at all in our congregations. The UUA has been committed to sexual rights and health for more than 40 years. Congregations and national leaders rose to the personal and political challenge of the AIDS crisis. We led interfaith coalitions in the successful movement toward marriage equality. We continue to hold a place at the forefront of the ongoing struggle for gender and reproductive justice. Our bylaws and practices recognize many identities and types of relationships, as well as the need to prevent sexual abuse and misconduct including misconduct by our clergy. UUism sees sexual expression as an affirming part of the human experience, and we support everyone's right to learn about and to engage in sex in consensual, pleasurable, developmentally appropriate ways. We also acknowledge that sexuality in our society is damaged by violence, exploitation, alienation, dishonesty, abuse of power, and the treatment of people as objects. Our faith tradition doesn't maintain a list of thou shalt nots. 
Rather, we offer opportunities to learn about sexuality, to engage in dialogue, and to gain spiritual perspectives on sex so that we can make decisions wisely, ethically, and in accordance with our personal and faith values. Our embrace of sexuality as a core element of human experience has proved to be literally life-saving for people of all ages who have emerged from religious traditions that shamed or diminished them. They have found that Unitarian Universalism encourages them to discover or reconnect with the rich and vibrant beauty of their sexuality. Scientific evidence is central to UU perspectives on sexuality. We trust the statistics showing that education decreases rates of unintended pregnancy and improves health outcomes. We know that honoring each person's sexual identity can decrease self-harm. We know that sexual expression is a developmental process that begins in infancy and lasts through life. We know that consent education decreases sexual assault. We offer welcoming congregation and welcoming renewal programs to support people of all sexual orientations. A new small group ministry program called Parents and Caregivers as Sexual Sexuality Educators. And a host of webinars and resources on consent and on topics such as support, supporting gender diverse children, youth, and adults. More than half of our congregations have offered at least one age level of our whole lives over the years. Those that haven't usually report that they either lack sufficient numbers of participants or they lack facilitators, they have other priorities, or perhaps they lack the money to train facilitators. Right now, our OWL programs and facilitator trainings are on hold, of course, during a pandemic because the health risks of gathering in person are just too great. My UCC OWL colleague and I are hosting monthly online meetings to support congregations in offering type, different types of sexuality education to families. And we have offered advice to congregations seeking, seeking to create their own online programming. It's not our whole lives but it may help tide people over until we can meet in person again. <coughs> Excuse me. This break in our programming is frustrating, but it also affords us an opportunity to engage in conversations about new ways of offering OWL later on, perhaps new levels of the program, or participating in field tests, or expanding OWL programs into the larger community. I should say that our Whole Lives is a lifespan program with kinder, starting at kindergarten and going through older age. So there are many, many opportunities to think about. Our Whole Lives has set the gold standard for comprehensive sexuality education, both religious and secular, for 20 years. And it is a gift that we give our congregations and often our communities. OWL's effectiveness is due in part to the values embodied within the curriculum. Now, values are ideals or beliefs or attitudes that guide our behavior. They explain what we understand to be good or bad, desirable or undesirable. For example, in terms of gender and orientation, we are who we are. We don't choose our sexual identity. However, our values determine whether we will accept and appreciate our own and others' gender 
and orientation. Our values are guided by the families and culture we grow up in, our faith traditions, and our life experiences. They affect the types of people we find physically attractive, what smells and sounds we find arousing, the kind of clothing or body modification that we deem alluring or off-putting. They also, they also affect our decisions around sexual health and whether to parent and whether or how we will engage in relationships. Our values shape our views about sexuality as a positive or negative part of our humanity. The OWL program helps people of all ages explore sexuality within a framework of the values of self-worth, responsibility, sexual health, justice, and inclusivity. These value, uh, values honor sexuality as a good part of the human experience, even as we recognize that aspects of it can be misused and violated. When people call me to inquire whether the program is a good fit for their organization or their individual child, I say, well, if you agree with the OWL values, then this curriculum might be a good fit. But if any of those values don't work for you, a different curriculum might be a better choice. For example, a Baptist minister once called me and asked if he could offer OWL without all that gay affirming material. <laughs> I said he couldn't because the OWL value of justice and inclusivity honors every aspect of sexuality, including a range of sexual orientations. These values are reflected in every activity, every reading, and every recommended resource within the curriculum. They are the music that sings throughout all levels of the curriculum. So let's go through them. Self-worth. Now this is usually defined as a sense that people have of their own value. In OWL, we also identify it as the belief that people at all ages and stages are entitled to dignity and self-worth and to their own attitudes and beliefs about sexuality. The L value of responsibility calls us to enrich our lives by expressing sexuality in ways that enhance human wholeness and the fulfillment and that express delight and pleasure, responsible sexual choices, love and commitment. The value of sexual health says that knowledge about human sexuality is helpful, not harmful. We all have the right to accurate information about sexuality and to have our questions answered. We teach that healthy sexual relationships are consens consensual, non-exploitative, mutually pleasurable, safe, developmentally appropriate, respectful, and based on mutual expectations and caring. This value also acknowledges the many ways there are to express sexual feelings alone or with a partner, and that it is healthier for young teens to postpone sexual intercourse. The justice and inclusivity value acknowledges that people of all ages, races, ethnicities, genders, backgrounds, income levels, physical and mental abilities, and sexual orientations must have equal values and rights when it comes to sexuality. Essential to our ability to truly embody the value of justice and inclusivity 
is the UUA's and the UCC's new commitment to hire critical readers during the OWL curriculum development process. These readers provide feedback based on their personal perspectives of marginalized race, disability, gender, and orientation. <coughs> Excuse me. We do this because it's essential that we get OWL right. It may be the only place that participants trust others enough to disclose their sexual identity, to experiment with the use of new pronouns or names, or to ask questions that they might not feel comfortable asking their friends. OWL programs are a setting that transforms a cultural climate of confusion and fear around sexuality into a new reality in which every person's inherent worth and dignity is valued. This is especially true when congregations incorporate material from a companion guide called Sexuality and Our Faith, which adds a religious ritual such as chalice lightings and hymns or biblical references in the UCC program and adds faith-relevant discussions to secular sexuality education. This faith companion is important because liberal religious sexuality education gives children, youth, and adults a safe forum in which to make meaning of their lives. Participants learn to feel good about themselves and their sexuality while they clarify their own values and faith values, apply those values to their decisions and experiences, and learn about their bodies and their feelings, identity, behaviors, and relationships. OWL employs experiential learning theory which is a process of completing an activity before sharing observations about it, reflecting on what is learned, and considering how that new knowledge can be put to use. This model fits well with our Unitarian Universalist affirmation of each person's search for truth and meaning. In the elementary grades, OWL brings these experiences into participants' homes with drawing and reading activities that supplement what children learn in OWL workshops with their facilitators. This supports parents in their role as their children's primary sexual, sexuality educator. In OWL for grades seven to nine, one activity uses grab bags of differently colored can candies to teach the impact of contraceptives and barrier protection on the likelihood of unintended pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections. In OWL for older adults, Participants can share stories of loss before completing activities that honor grief and help participants identify ways that they could bring more joy into their lives. Now, participants may not recall the specifics of activities like this later, but they will recall the experience of being fully accepted, conversing comfortably about sensitive topics, and learning how to make values-informed decisions that respect their own and others' sexuality and worth. No other curriculum does sex ed like our whole lives and sexuality and our faith do. I've been a fan of the program since 2000 when my congregation's religious educator recruited me to learn how to facilitate a brand new program called OWL. Back then I was only familiar with the curriculums for children and youth, but today I'm committed to lifespan sexuality education. Now, some of you of a certain age might wonder, what is there left to learn? But I assure you that you're never too old or too experienced to make meaning of your life experiences, to share wisdom, 
and to learn more. When I was traveling by train a few years ago, I began speaking with a Jewish man sitting across from me in the dining car. We shared our professions, his as a cantor, mine as a sex educator. He disclosed the tension that he felt being married to the mother of his children while being sexually attracted to men. He said that he read a book that claimed that his same-sex attraction was due to his being damaged by poor parenting. We discussed sexual orientation and the implications of religious values and psychological theory for the next 30 minutes. I didn't try to challenge his religious beliefs, but I did point out the flaws in the psychological theory that he had referenced. If he had been in an adult owl program, he would have been invited to examine the values that he was taught, and he would have learned that his sexuality, his sexual orientation is an intrinsic and good part of his humanity, rather than making him damaged goods. An illustration of the value of sex ed for older adults came from a woman in her 70s who mistakenly walked into an Owl for Older Adults workshop that was being field tested at her congregation. When she realized her mistake, she told her director of religious education, I don't need this class. I'm a widow. I'm, I'm not even dating anyone. Her friends encouraged her to stay, and she remained throughout the 14-week program. At the end of the program, the woman proudly told the group, I just tossed out my ratty old pajamas and bought a new pair that feels wonderful against my skin. I know now I deserve that kind of pleasure and I don't need someone else around to appreciate it. That feedback made my heart sing. I didn't write the curriculum to help older adults have better sex, although that might be the result. I wrote it to help them feel more confident, more hopeful, and more empowered in their right to sensual pleasure and sexual expression in whatever form that might take, whether it's buying new pajamas, coming out of the closet, protecting their sexual health, or simply experiencing more joy. Blessed be. We are part of a faith tradition that values us as sexual beings throughout our whole lives. We may express our sexuality in different ways, and we may not always understand each other's identities or behaviors, but if we consider sexuality within the context of our UU principles and the our whole lives values of self-worth, responsibility, sexual health, justice, and inclusivity, we will treat our own and other sexuality with respect, acceptance, and joy. May it be so. Now, as we enter into closing words, if you're comfortable doing so, please place a hand over your heart. And after these closing words, you're welcome to come to coffee hour by staying in the Zoom space. May you see that you are loved today at whatever age and life stage you find yourself. And may you know that you will continue to be loved tomorrow and all the tomorrows to come. Go in peace, finding joy and solace in equal measure.